Hello and welcome to a Ball Salah tradition like no other. It is, of course, Guess the Handicaps, our weekly GAA show that we've been running for years on balls and we're on YouTube now. So if you're new to the channel, please do hit the subscribe button. We'll be back with you here every Friday. Lots of other great videos on balls as well. I'm Mick McCarthy. Delighted to be joined today to Guess the Handicaps by Donnie Mahoney and Gary Connaughton. And lads, as well as guessing the handicaps, we're going to talk about the start of the football season, our first football in over five months. And we want you to get involved in the comments. Who is going to win the football around? Is it just going to be Dublin? Of course it is. But if you hold out any hope, if you're a little, if you're of the, uh, if you're of the hopeful type, please do let us know who you're going to be. Let's get into guessing the handicaps. I've picked eight games across the football and hurling this year, uh, this week. And we're going to get you to guess the handicaps now. We've left out a couple of big ones because I'm more interested in the, the handicap than the actual big game. So if you've had to say on any of the other games, we'll get to them at the end. But I'm going to start with the football season is back. Division 1, Saturday evening, Kerry versus Galway. What's the handicap? Actually, like, do you know what? Whatever about the handicap, I can't wait for this game. Kerry haven't played a game of football since the court marking goal in what feels like 1997. I think was uh, in the Munster semi-final last last year, and it just feels like it's another world. We're we're going to see the green and gold again. Yeah, it's it like everyone had such high expectations for Kerry last year in the championship, and then the bubble was completely burst at the first hurdle, and then everyone had kind of just accepted and resigned themselves that Dublin were going to walk to another All Ireland, and that kind of did turn out to be the case. So yeah. this is the first chance we were going to get to have a look at them and see maybe this can be the year that they finally get one over on Dublin, but it's obviously early, early, early days yet. Definitely, yeah. We don't know what we're going to expect in the league. I think we'll talk about the hurling later, but if that is anything to go by, then uh, so far it's got to be a little bit, a few question marks, I think, around as we head towards the championship. But I suppose Dublin did march. Like What we had last year was this unbelievable carries, our, our um, Cavan story and the Tipperary story and everything else. Mayo coming back somewhat but when you think back on it now none of it seems that exciting because all you think about is the fact that Dublin just sauntered towards another All-Ireland and it was an underwhelming six in a row in front of no people in Crow Park I think that if if we're to have if we're to not have that feeling again this year Kerry need to be good or maybe Galway need to be good then well actually the best story of last year's football season was actually Galway and if we can cast your mind back to before this terrible pandemic and just how good Galway were at football and then this bastard COVID comes and ruins everything for uh, for Porter Joyce what might have been if the season was allowed to carry on uninterrupted that's what I want to know uh, we were we were screwed uh, of, a, of just a brilliant Galway team and I think uh, you know they have unfinished business they have they're the team that I'm quite interested to see what they can bring to twenty uh, to twenty twenty one. Yeah, Donny. Of course, you might know him. Um, you might know his face on this channel. In fact, from being a Yankos the All Ireland and a Yankos the All Ireland too. Uh, you know the 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 sequel. But um, you know he is a Yankee. Has you know you can hear it in his voice. He's now uh, re- residing in uh, Wicklow, GA stronghold. But where is your uh, where are your people from, Donny? Just my people are from Kilcurran, which is about five kilometers from Galway. So. Sorry, five climbers from Glen Imagine. So we're just near the Galway-Roscommon border, but very much on the Galway side, thankfully. 
just in case anybody was uh, curious as to uh, as to the Galway uh, rant there in a minute. We'll get to Gary's County in a few minutes. Let's do the handicap here, lads. Before we get to, uh, I just have a quick snag for this week, right? While I was uh, checking these handicaps, or before I was checking them, while I was checking the fixtures, I did make my own guesses. Now, I'm not in the competition, but I'm giving you both the option before you pick. Donnie's going to go first here on this one. Gary, you'll go first on the next one. If you want to check what I my guess was, and the reason you have the option is because it could either be help or hindrance to know that information. So you can pick it on a game-by-game basis as to whether you want to know what my guess was or not. But anyway, Donnie, you're up first for Kerry versus Galway, Saturday yeah. evening, Division 1. I appreciate the uh, the piggyback that you're offering me, but I won't be taking that. Um, I'm very content in my knowledge of this, of this fixture and... Uh, Kerry, probably the most overrated side in the country, and uh, the the bookings will regularly give them more points than they deserve. I, this seems like a pretty easy slam dunk. Kerry minus three. Gary, yeah, I was also going to say minus three, but I think I'll go minus two. So instead of minus, yeah, minus two. Wow. Interestingly, Gary takes the lead because it is, in fact, minus two. We're not going for uh, two points for um, an exact score this year. That might be something we develop over the weeks, but I do find there are too many right scores when we were picking our GA handicap. So Gary just gets the first point, and he has the honor. So we're going to stick with Division 1, Gary. We're doing three of the four Division 1 games, and we're moving on to Sunday where the the Connacht – well, not the, they're not Connacht champions anymore, actually. The former Connacht champions, Russ Common, will welcome the Mighty Dubs to Dr. Hyde Park, a.k.a. the Hyde. And, well, look, I mean, it's our first chance to see Dublin, who've been out training at least once over the course of the pandemic. I can't, I don't think we can say that about <laughs> Russ Common, at least not to our knowledge. So Dublin getting a head start on the opposition here uh, is definitely something they would have needed, I'd imagine. Yeah, like home advantage, I don't think is going to count for much in this league campaign just because of where the teams are at and also because there's no spectators. But it's going to count for even less in this game because it's Dublin against Roscommon. Like, obviously, no disrespect to Roscommon, but they've been here before for the last few years where they come up to the, they walk through Division 2, come up to Division 1, get hammered in most games, maybe win one at the end, but get relegated easily. So maybe it'll be different this year because it's going to be a weird league season, but you'd imagine even a half-strength Dublin team would be, with, with the with all the training they've done, should be uh, running out comfortable winners here. Now, you say no disrespect to Roscommon. Now, Donnie said where his family is from, uh, near Glenamaddy on the Galway-Roscommon border. You're wearing a Westmead top there, I can't say. Uh, what, where are you from exactly? Uh, Athlone. So. Athlone, yeah. And and what county is uh, basically uh, a half of Athlone? <laughs> Yeah, that'd be Ross Yeah, I'm questioning both of your uh, <laughs> both of your opinions when it comes to Ross Common here. The mighty Rossies will never be beaten, and I won't hear anything else uh, said about them unless you want to pick the handicap here. In which case, we can have a yeah. Have a I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go minus seven for Dublin. He also uh, decided not to avail of my previous guest, Danny. But uh, <laughs> this this seems like this uh, this lifeline isn't going to be used here. No, people don't respect me enough. Well, it's not that we don't respect you. I think we just want to prove that we can do it on our own. It's uh, like trying to climb Everest without a Sherpa. That's kind of what we're trying to do. Uh, <laughs> I think I when I saw this picture, I thought um, Russ Common plus six, Dublin minus six straight away. That's just sort of instinct. I don't really know what that uh, is. I mean, you think Dublin 
don't have a manager for the match, so that's going to be hard. Like they're going to have to play the match without a manager. That. Yeah, so that's a point. Um, they've had some retirements, of course, um, and I think there's probably a feeling of fallibility probably sneaking in around there. So I don't know. I I, I think this is double minus six. Okay. I can tell you that neither of you got it right this time. And I can tell you that Gary is closer because it's Dublin minus eight. I also went for minus six on this one, but Dublin minus eight is what we've got. Uh, two nil to Gary. So um, holding his serve there uh, to follow up from his break on the previous one. Donnie, you're going to go first for the our other division one time. Just on the thing on Dublin, though, it's like you're talking about fallibility sticking in or, or creeping in. That's what I thought last year. I thought, you know, Jim Gavin was gone and there was a few players getting older, and maybe that next generation hadn't quite proven themselves yet. And they just sauntered to their easiest All-Ireland yet. Um, so I'm refusing to be a believer in uh, in the competition uh, at this stage. But I, I don't know. Let's wait and see. See how the Rossies get on on Sunday anyway. Other uh, Division One game on Sunday. We're leaving out uh, Throne and Donegal. I have handicaps for these if you want them. Um, but we're going with Monaghan Armagh because I thought this was a really tough one. Uh, Armagh with two promotions in a row back to Division One. Monaghan, perennial division winners. What do you reckon, Donny? Where is this fixture taking place? In Clonus, I'd imagine. Monaghan are at home. It's tough. Um, Monaghan, very reliable league outfit. You know, solid division one. Always there in the mid-table. Always good for, like, a good win. They had their own uh, pre-season training incidents as well. Thanks <laughs> They're not the only team to have been training. This well, another team, uh, no manager, but uh, plenty of uh, miles on the legs. Coming yeah. into this pitch. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm going to say that Armand do not have... Uh, they've, they've got rid of Jamie Clark, but they have Kieran Donaghy now. Is that not... Uh, could yeah, now he's not going forward. Okay, so he's not available for selection. Not a direct anymore. replacement for Jamie Clark, but he is uh, he is involved in Kieran McGinney's setup. Yeah. Okay, there... I'm buying a bit of time for myself. I'm going to settle around <laughs> northern teams. Um, you know, it's always close. I'm going to go Monaghan minus two. Okay, northern teams are as close. Gary, I I would have went minus two as well. As did I. Uh, Nobody's asked me, but I also went. <laughs> but I don't know. Like these Ulster games are weird because I think when they're they're two Ulster teams, the handicap might be lower than it should be. So maybe I'm going minus one for. Monaghan. Oh my God, Gary is stretching ahead here. Three <laughs> 0 lead. He's broken Donny's serve again. Donny, Division One didn't suit you. We'll have a couple of games in Division Two under hurling. You're not gone yet, right? <laughs> Mayo get, versus Down. Down. We've got, we've got. This is a football fixture now. Mayo versus Down. Uh, easily could be, or it feels like a Christie Wing Cup game. But uh, they played in the championship at the qualifiers a couple of years ago, and Mayo just scraped through. Um, on their way to, I think, one of their All Ireland finals, but Mayo versus Down. What do you think? Mayo relegated last year, but then yeah. went to get to the All Ireland final. One Connacht. First, first time they've been in Division Two since like the mid nineties. I think they've been. It's like crazy. Is it? Yeah, I remember at the time it was like, well, it's definitely the first time they've been relegated since the mid nineties. Anyway, to Division Two, maybe they well, were down for a couple yeah. of years. But yeah, like it's unbelievable for a team to stay in Division One for that long. Like they were easily the longest in it. But 
like I don't know, my own fans are ex- an excited bunch at the best times, but I can't imagine them being too excited to campaign in Division Two this year. After, well, I suppose. What are you talking about? Division Two is the best league in any sport. <laughs> Division Two in Gaelic football is the best league in the world. Uh, Take that I, mean, I know all about it, Nick. But uh, yeah, yeah like May- <laughs> Mayo are going to be favourites here. Obviously, down. I- I'm going to go minus four for Mayo. Donny. Can I ask the venue? The venue is again. I I don't know the exact venues. I got. I I'm guessing county grounds, but again with no uh, with no. I haven't actually looked that up, unfortunately. Be and with obviously no crowds, people could be, tend to move these games. But my guess is that it's in McHale Park in Castlebar. Well, I feel snookered. I'm going to ask you, Mick. What did you go for? <laughs> Thanks, Ali. I feel good about that. I, I went <laughs> minus three for Mayo minus three. Yeah. Uh, so you obviously thought down. Uh, well, I guess like Mayo, unfortunately, retired forty players in the off season. So uh, <laughs> I also feel like three is a, is a hefty, a healthy handicap in a game of Gaelic football. I have to say, when you mm-hmm. haven't seen your team play so far this year. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to take. I'm going to take your. I, I, it sounds a whole lot better than Mayo minus five to me. So I'm going to go Mayo minus three. Yeah, I didn't feel guilty at all there now because there was nothing you could have done from the second Gary opened his mouth. Unfortunately, yeah. it is Mayo minus four. <laughs> and he goes 4 nil up. Uh, PJ will be in here next week replacing you with this right I, I, I would, I just, I would like to point out that even though I didn't play this, I wasn't on the podcast to play this game every week over the last couple of years, I think I've never lost it for some reason. I just felt like... Yeah. Well, that's fighting talk, Gary. I wouldn't yeah. point that out if I was you because... Uh, oh, well, look, we'll see how it goes. And the next game that Donny has to pick first is none other than the Mead Derby. East Mead versus West Mead in oh. Niaven, I presume. Uh, Division 2 on Sunday. Uh, of course, the one of the great games that I ever can remember in football was West Mead beating Mead in the Championship. Unfortunately, I don't remember any of the other games and Mead won them all. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a great record much. West Mead having this fixture, Gary. Uh, no, that one win in 2015 was our first ever win over Mead um, in the championship. Uh, we were we were 10 points down at one stage, so I was at the game. It was absolutely unbelievable. Like, it was, I was in Hill 16 watching the game. with Just and like all the Dublin were playing for there afterwards as well. All the dubs were coming in for the last kind of 15, 20 minutes and sure, obviously shouting against Mead. So it was some crack. But yeah, our record against Mead is abysmal in general. So Mead I, yeah, like Westmead last year for the first time in years didn't get promoted or relegated. They're the biggest yo-yo county like in all of sport. They seem to get relegated or promoted every year, just constantly going up from down to Division Four, up to Division One, and back again. But uh, this year I'm feeling good, I'm optimistic. So I'm going to say uh, Mead minus three. <laughs> <laughs> Donny, I will tell you here because you can't say Mead minus three that there is a chance to steal. I'm not yeah. saying that you have much leeway or anything like it. There's take nothing yeah. else from what I'm saying other than he hasn't got it. Yeah. By the way, I would just I would just want, like to point out that I wouldn't pick Mead minus three. I just think that's what the bookies would have picked. Yeah, I would. Well, you were wrong about that, but you don't say any more <laughs> for that. Can I just say? Can I just? I would. I just this. I just wanted to launch a Stewart's inquiry about the decision not to start with the hurling fixtures. 
Okay, go ahead. What's what's your shoes? I would think that would have. I think by starting with the the football fixtures, you're sort of we've played to Gary's strengths here, and uh, and it sort of set me back. I've lost my momentum, sort of negatively. <laughs> mm. And yeah, I, was, this was a GEA competition. I mean, you don't necessarily have to have. Like it is hurling your forte. We'll see when we get to those fixtures. But I mean, okay. if you still have a complaint uh, after he whitewashes you on the hurling as well, I'll um, <laughs> I'll come back to and see. Look, Danny, okay. this is all still to play for. You win the next four, there's a playoff, a okay, sudden right. death tiebreaker. So, and I told you, there's a chance to there's a chance to steal here. All right, we're going to go meet my. He relegated from Division One last mm-hmm. season. Lots of signs of like I would say for a team who I don't think they won a match and got lost them all. Um, but everybody seems like as if Mead are making progress. There seems to be a kind of a general happiness uh, yeah. in the Andy McEntee regime. And West Mead, as Gary says, for the first time in our lifetimes, neither relegated nor promoted last year, a perennial Division Two team all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm going to go Mead minus four, though. I hope I wasn't leading you there, but it is, in fact, Mead minus four. I feel, yeah. in retrospect... Accidentally, I was leading you towards. Uh, I I spoke over you, and I, just as you started into leading me on, I got there to me at minus four. You only confirmed yeah. that I already said. That's fine. I I appreciate that. I would have said minus three, Gary, as well. By the way, just so you know. Uh, okay, well that's the football, and Donny remains alive by a whisker. Other football games uh, that we should look out for this weekend: Tyrone and Donegal is a slightly big one in the. Uh, in the football, in Division One, the football that was around minus one, and I just thought we're probably we're probably all right with one minus one game. I thought it was quite obvious actually that it was going to be that two even teams. You go with the home advantage, and Cork and Kildare in Division Two, and of course lots of brilliant Division Three four that we might look if it comes to a tiebreaker, we might dip our toe into into one of those games. Um, under the hurling, then we're not talking about Galway Limerick, which is probably the best game of the weekend. But again, not the most interesting of handicaps. Um, but an unbelievable game that everybody should absolutely watch. It's probably the two best teams in the country. Tip and Cork might be two teams that have something to say about that. The old Munster rivals meet in Division 1A on Saturday. Tip drew with Limerick last week. Um, 20 points all. Pretty poor game to watch. Uh, Cork, though, absolutely dominant. Five goals they scored against Waterford. Promoting conversations and headlines and tweets and various different uh, comments, including Donald Alcusick, that Cork were primed to win all Ireland, which I thought was a little bit of an overreaction to the first round of the league. But uh, there's nothing like Cork with their backs up. Yeah, it's exciting times for Cork. I mean, congratulations on the first victory they've had in maybe a year or so. Um, I, can I... I've just my mind is back in the last segment because we waited, we made it through the football without any mention of Cavan. Uh, yes, yeah. this will happen when Mark not here. Cavan are in Division Three this season. Yeah. They got relegated last year in the most dramatic relegation of all time, um, from from mid table in Division Two on the last day to relegation, a, an unbelievable uh, confluence of events, and they are playing Fermanagh away from home. Wow. Yeah, so Mark, Mark's departure from Balls Media has meant that Cavan uh, uh, mentions on site and on our podcast and YouTube streams have gone down 9,246% was my <laughs> recent calculation. So we're actually addressing that a little bit here. Yeah, we're um, Here, who, who, who's the first? Is it my shout here with Cork and, and Tip? 
is is your shout yeah yeah you're up first and is this in sample stadium or in the beautiful uh green of corky queef i it is in sample stadium okay um also beautiful and green also yeah maybe maybe just not as beautiful but quite beautiful where, where, where did you lie in this one like i'm curious you're, you're i like, i can tell you that i didn't get it exact and that i went for tip minus two okay well that's a massive hint but that's what that, that that's <laughs> an offer to you the entire time i, I thought you weren't going to say what if you got right or wrong you were just going to say what you guess oh okay maybe i've changed the rules <laughs> <that's here. laughs> uh, an interesting rule but i <laughs> Uh, I think so. Tips are what, enjoy the drama, Gary, and stop moaning. I'm here for the win. I was thinking tip minus two as well, so it leaves me in a funny place. Is there the court team like what, like kind of like a public team that like in like the Green Bay Packers or something like that? A team that people like to, to bet on or bet get behind and all this kind of thing. Um, tip have the class. But are, I'm gonna say I think the fair line is tip minus three. Gary. Yeah, no, I definitely think that between people betting on Cork and there just being a big overreaction to last week's hammering against uh, hammering the Waterford, that will be minus one. You're right, and you've con- uh, secured the victory. I have to say, Donnie, that was there for you. Uh, <laughs> like in fairness, like. I would. I had minus two, but I never thought it would be minus three. I thought it was, you know, it would be two. I think it should be two. I don't know how much money is coming in from Cork on Thursday of a, the week of a league match um, in Ireland, but you never know. And um, but at the same time, overreactions are everything in this business, and we got we got to learn these things. Donnie, you'll get better as the weeks goes on. You'll see the trends, um, or maybe you'll just be asking the questions next week. <laughs> Massive game in Ennis, Gary, in case you're going to ask, uh, in Cusick Park on Sunday, Division 1B. Claire, the victims of the mighty Saffron's of Antrim last weekend, um, will take on Davy Fitzgerald and Wexford. Mm-hmm. Coming to uh, Davy doesn't have... I wonder, will Davy go to Wexford and then come back to Clare? It seems like a lot of needless travelling, but you never know. Um, Davy versus Brian Lowen, always an interesting one. Clare beat Wexford in league and championship last season when the yeah. two managers met, but uh, things don't look too great for the banner at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, and it's kind of the opposite effect of uh, what happened with Cork getting coming into minus one in the other game could be here because losing Tantrum will definitely have knocked the socks out of any like momentum behind Clare, and then Wexford had a big win too. So even though Clare are at home, I don't know. I think. Hmm, do you know what? I'm going to go even. I see where you're coming from, Donnie. Yeah. Well, I just want to say thanks to Gary for keeping the competition going, even though it's technically over. At least in my, I'm, he's sort of safe face for me because Wexford, they hammered, they hammered Leash at the weekend Leash, by about yeah. 40 points. Uh, Claire in the state, and you know that David Fitz will love nothing more after how last year's season ended, that to travel up to Ennis, up from Six Mile Bridge, that little spin up the what is it, the N18 or whatever, and then just rub his face in uh, in in all the low ends. So I think, I mean, I'll just, I'll just say, um, uh, what's the minus one? 
Well, X minus one is what I said too, actually, and it is shockingly Claire minus one, which means that oh. Gary gets the point, gets a six-one lead for <laughs> ahead of the last game, which is obviously, as we know, worth eight points. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> Gary's already won. The next one is really hard. I'll tell you what, though. I'm going to give, a, even though it doesn't matter, the next one is so hard, I am going to give two points if somebody gets it exact. Um, Kilkenny host. Antrim at Nolan Park. Poor Antrim. Uh, they're back in Division 1. They got the win at Corrigan Park. It's brilliant for them. And their reward is to go down to the ruthless Kilkenny. Now, you never know. Hopefully, we see uh, lightning strike twice, I suppose. Um, but I don't know if I could see it. I don't know what you think, Gary. No, Donny. Donny. Yeah, I don't... I mean, this is... This feels like you're sort of... You're, you know, the hangover after the sort of great night out. Uh, and so maybe Antrim are hoping for a little bit of hair with the dog. And this, I don't know. I it's, it's I think it'll be a big spread. Um, it's a, it's brilliant to have Antrim in the business doing stuff. I'm still shocked at that, that Claire favorites to win any kind of match. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> bad. Is it all that bad though, really? Like I know for a fact that Claire weren't like in any way training. I'm not suggesting anybody else was, which means that they've been together three weeks. They got to go up to this horrible trip to Antrim who were revitalized and clearly weren't ready for it. Like that's not a good sign. I'm not saying it is, but is it the end of the world and doesn't mean that the season could be completely underwritten. Lots of good hurlers still there. They're still trying out things. They played John Conlon centre-back for, I think, the first time he's played there in six years in which he played, like, one season in for Clonlara, his club. You know, uh, there's a lot of things there that we just say, like, let's wait and see how it goes. I, I don't think yeah. Brian... I own fault. I don't think Brian Lowen did a bad job last season. Claire weren't good enough and they were well beaten by Limerick and Waterford. But in the meantime, had some decent performances, at least along the way, including that win over Wexford. Oh, yeah, this I was just gonna say this league campaign is so weird because in one way it's we, we it's like the least important league campaign ever because teams weren't training and we can't we were saying like that we can't really take anything away from it but in the other way in another way it's also the most important league campaign ever because championship is about two weeks away and this is their only chance to get fitness so like it's completely paradoxical the whole thing but yeah like it is hard to know but how quick can teams get fit is the thing like it's when championships only a few weeks ago. Yeah, or even like get their, you know, get match fit and get up yeah. to speed on the skills and the tactics, especially these days of a game. And look, fair enough, if Antrim, like, no matter what, like, there's no reason that Darren Gleeson should be doing a better job with Antrim than Brian Lawton is doing with Claire. And they should get a lot of credit for it as well, which we're about to talk about now when we pick their things. But I, th- I still think that there's a, there's a slight overreaction to the fact that I think... Antrim on their first game back in the big time almost after qualifying for Division 1 and then winning the Joe McDonough were always going to be very, very up for the first people that they invited up to Belfast. And I feel that there was there's a sort of a there's a bit of a, a rising tide there that I think was going to at least cause problems for a lot of a lot of teams. Now, I think most of the other top teams, if not all of them, would have managed that a little bit better and come out on top even in maybe had a scare or two and that's the worry for Claire but I also think that until we see what happens this weekend and even next weekend I don't think it's any time for panic for sure oh yeah and I wouldn't write Claire off at all but I just think it's a you know it's a short recovery and Wexford I think are the other part of the equation and they seem you know like they have unfinished business from how bad things went for last year and they're 
going to be, I think, serious enough this time, you know, for the league anyway. So I think, yeah. And there's, you know, there is bad blood there from Davey. So I, anyway, let's move it on. Yeah, I, 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 I do think that's fair. I would just say that, uh, like, again, it's going to be hard for teams to kind of turn up week in, week out in the kind of current format as well. So I wonder, is home advantage going to mean a lot over the course of the league? Yeah. Well, that brings me into this. Sorry, I was just going to say, you see Davey Fitz on Ireland's Fitz families telling teenagers that the other families are laughing at them. So I can only imagine what he's saying to the Wexners <laughs> on the panel before a trip down to Clare. Kilkenny on to this weekend's game. Like, I mean, they do strike you as a sort of, like, they were they strike you as this kind of ruthless league operator who just won't have any, uh, won't, won't make any mess of this at all. Um pretty effective and clinical beating Dublin last weekend, I believe. Uh, I would say this is Kilkenny minus 11. I, I like, because we've seen what can happen, like with Galway and Westmead and stuff last week in Division 1 and Hurland. I think these, the people know that there can be big scores in these games. So I'm, like, I want to say, like, I think it will be, no, there's two points available for spot on, is there? Two points yeah. if you get it spot on, yeah, yeah. This is the last match. Yeah. Uh, if I was playing tactically, I'd say minus twelve, but I'm going to say minus fourteen. Okay, Donny, you said minus eleven, did you? That's correct. Okay, for the first time, I have to do a little bit of maths on this one, but Donny <laughs> wins. He gets his point six two. If Gary was playing more, ah. he would have got it dead on because it's Kilkenny minus twelve. So six two is something to work on for the next couple of weeks, Donny. I think I think you're sacked next week. I've uh, Gary will defend the title against PJ, and then you will maybe maybe the following week be allowed to come in and challenge uh, whoever the champion may be. Gary, pretty confident that you that'll be you. I think given your your mouth earlier. Oh well, look, I'm just here to talk a big game and then fall massively and let everybody down in a week or two. So that's I'm looking forward to that already. You said Westmead. I, you think the bookies will say Westmead are by the street, not necessarily you. It, they actually said minus four, but do you think Westmead will win this again? Uh, it's, sure how, it's impossible to know, like, really, isn't it? Like, because it's the first one. <laughs> That's why we're going to yeah. say, who knows what's going to happen. I, I, I always give Westmead more of a chance than I should, but I think Mead, like, Mead and Westmead, they've, they've played a in leagues and Auburn Cups and stuff in the last few years and they're always pr- pretty close games usually so I'd say it will be close but yeah Westmead is definitely going to win why not what's the level of Westmead hatred for Mead you're See, in the Westmead county so it's yeah it's, it's 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 a weird thing in Westmead it's like if you're from Athlone you probably don't like Roscommon the most if you're from like around Moat it's probably Offaly and if you're up from Mullingar it's probably Mead because we're just bordered from different counties and like we go to sc- we go to school with people from Roscommon and it'd be different up there but like I think if you're definitely if you're up from Mullingar around there, Mead is definitely the ones you want to beat the most. Uh, I'm not sure how much attention Mead pay to us, but <laughs> well, they don't even have me. They don't even have the manners to uh, give themselves a direction. They claim the entire county for themselves. The absolute cheek. Um, but anyway, Donny, have you any final uh, thoughts before we depart and well, watch Gaelic football for the first time this year? Well, you, you mentioned Mead. Um... Here in Auckland, we're, we're welcoming Meath to uh, to our fortress this weekend as the Meath hurlers arrive for a big two clash in two B against uh, our our beautiful our Wicklow hurlers. And can I say that I was looking at the pitch today and it looks magnificent, ready for well, action. Yeah. Another another trip to uh, 
Fortress Ockram this weekend is going to be awfully. And I forgot that you're you've moved to Ockram. You're in close proximity to Fortress Ockram, the beautiful pitch there. Um, like I mean, I don't know, and crowds won't be allowed in. But if you can see the pitch from your from your house vantage point, I'm just going to say John Martin's tan legs. They okay. will be on show. Uh, if you get if you get a good view of them, just protect your eyes at all times. I'll try. If I can get a selfie with his legs, I will. Okay. <laughs> please protect. Uh, please uh, make sure that you are uh, sticking with COVID guidelines at all times, Donny. Do not uh, invade the pitch, Manchester United fan style, just for a shot at John Martin's legs. They could be back in the Leinster Championship. I haven't looked at the draw, but you know you might be able to get in when it comes to that. Anyway, that's it for now. We're rambling. Well, I'm rambling. Uh, it's time to go. We'll be back with more guests the handicaps next week. If you want to um, keep an eye on all of our videos, please do subscribe to the channel. Hit the subscribe button here uh, on YouTube. And, of course, uh, please do continue to get your comments in. We want to know who's going to win the Football All-Ireland and is it going to just be Dublin again? We'll talk a little bit about mo- more about that next week. And we'll have lots more as well uh, for more guests of handicaps from the Football and Hurling Alliance Leagues. Uh, we'll have some real competition for Gary next week as well. Talk to you then.